The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? One, two, three, four. It's the start of something beautiful. A small acquaintance has blossomed. It's ripened into a precious friendship. It feels like It's better, it's better with you My life It's better, it's better with you This is true It's better, it's better with two My life It's better with you Hello everybody and welcome to my brother my brother and me and i'm I'm a device show for the modern era i'm your oldest brother justin mcelroy i'm your middlest brother travis macabre oh roy no macabre roy sounds like a (laughs) corn yeah and i'm i'm the i'm griffin mcelroy's bones i'm never good (laughs) it's the time where everybody starts changing their names on social media and stuff to be like their spooky like halloween version of their name and i've never come up with a good one our name is 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 difficult to terrorize yeah i've really thought about this in a long time and it gets it's it's like trying to pick it in August because it's instantly sweaty. It's just as and soon as you come up with something, it's... One time at church camp, someone called me Gryffindor Macaroni, and then I realized <laughs> I would never scare anyone. Yeah. I would never impose... I would never be scary or imposing or impressive. The mirror, the mirror wasn't what tipped you off to that. It was the Gryffindor McElroy moment. No, Justin. Gryffindor Macaroni. Um, <laughs> I just want to make you say it again. Yeah, is, is Travis McElroy anything? Is that scary? I don't want to get smacked. I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of being smacked. I don't want to get I, smacked. I got smacked one time by a friend in middle school because I kept slapping the bottom of his disposable camera to make the flash go off, and he was worried I was going to overexpose the film, and he slapped my face, and I pointed <laughs> at him, and I said, "Don't ever touch me again." Whoa. And I walked out of the locker room where it, this a conflict happened, and I just want to say, Mike. If you're listening, name the time and place, motherfucker. <laughs> Whoa, that is not name the, the time and place from you. Yeah, nah, it's I've been sitting on this one. I've been sitting on this one for 23 years, and what I'm else ready do you for. Remember about Mike? Uh, well, he he did show me a pornographic magazine uh, that belonged to his father uh, when we were in middle school, and I don't. I'm not going to give the brand of the magazine free publicity. <laughs> safe to say that it was not. The smoothest transition into <laughs> my sexual awakening that there was <laughs> possibly other there. there was other reading material that yeah skipped to kind of an advanced level of pornography. There was a like. there was an anatomical realization that came before the erotic one, and it made and the two got real confuddled <laughs> up in my. <laughs> <laughs> my my thirteen year old brain. Anyway, they were kind of on the Mike, roundabout Mike, your psych, psyche, and then it just sort of took wrong turns into the different roads that they weren't supposed to head down. Mike also gave me a heads up that I was being cheated on in college one time, so I think we're square. 
Mike, keep keep on keep on going strong. We don't have to fight. What were we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? We're talking about scary stuff. Travis, did you have a comment about scary things like the the beginning of the Halloween season? Or do you want to officially commence it? Because if you commit, this is a problem with commencing Halloween season is that you have commit like that's the Christmas creep. I right? think I think and I have a, f- a strong stance on this. If a holiday uh, this, that is shocking to me that you have a strong feeling about this year in part. A holiday benefits from the addition of decorations on your house, which I believe Halloween does, it should start earlier than a normal holiday season because the effort it would take to put up decorations, right, should be rewarded with the time of them being viewed and appreciated. So, like, I don't think you'd say, like, you can't put up Halloween decorations until, like, two weeks before. That's too short. I think a window of time of two months prior... Uh, as soon as uh we hit, and listen, you could point at a calendar, all you jabronis. Sorry for calling you jabronis, and say the actual first day of fall is in like September twenty fifth or whatever. And it's like, yeah, man, but we all know September September first is, is fall. September's September fall. is not a summer month. If anybody no, out of context said, you know, the summer months, like June, July, August, September, they'd be like, what are you talking about? And you're like, well, the majority of September is summer. Get the like, fuck think out. About the, 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 think about it this way. Has anybody ever said, oh, my favorite winter holiday, St. Patrick's Day? No. What? No, it's not. That's in the spring. March. Guys, I, I love millennial Seinfeld as much as the next guy, but. Um... <laughs> hey, Griffin, are you just realizing that that's what this show is? I I hey Trav, I fucking refuse to accept that. Okay. There's no there's no way. There's Griffin no is in a mood. Okay, Griffin's in a mood. Let's talk about it. Griffin's in a mood where Travis and I find Griffin in this mood sometimes <laughs> where it's like I don't like that joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I'd prefer another joke. Do a but different. I one. don't have. I don't. I don't have an alternative joke. It's just I like one. what other joke? I have this. I have this offer? to say. I have this to say about Halloween. The best Halloween innovation in the last decade has been the big skeleton that yes. people, I guess, have been buying at. I don't know where you get big skeletons. It's gotta be to... Spirit of Halloween. I don't think they have them at your local Costco. The sign I I uh, at Lowe's yesterday there was a sign that was like one giant skeleton per customer. Please, it's a real issue. So I do think that Mr. Biden, if we could get one of those sent to every American household. Yeah. And then there would be a date prescribed by the government that you do put your big skeleton out. And then as you walk around the neighborhood, it reminds you that trick or treat is coming. Costume kids are coming. The grave. Just to keep that present. Scary grave. Then Dracula's, all that stuff. That's a holiday I can get into. I would also say I think Biden should pass an amendment that says like when you get your big skeleton up, no adorning it with any political statements or no. anything. We don't want him holding a sign or wearing a hat, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like, this gotcha. is a purely apolitical stance on skeleton awareness. Maybe in cr- Christmas, there's a sort of skin wrap you can put on it to make it look like well, a then Santa, it's a Jack like Skellington. You put the beard on it, you put the hat on it. No, I'm talking about a full epid- ep- like epidermis 
sort of like a real skin. When I say skin wrap, I don't mean a costume you put on the skeleton. I mean, you make it a real a real boy, but a Santa Claus. That's Do you eight think that there was tall. an original draft of Nightmare Before Christmas? While, where they were like, well, I think I think Jack Skellington knows that Santa should be like rotund. So what he's going to do is he's going to pop, he's going to pop Santa skeleton out of his butt, and he's going to climb in there and wear a Santa suit. And they said, well, save this for Tim Allen vehicle that's coming up. And instead, oh, Justin's challenged Justin by this idea. Justin had to stand up to think about Santa Claus's here's skeleton. What, here's, what, here's what I'm here's what I'm thinking, guys. Okay, okay. Think about this. No, 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 no. This is this is like this is we're it's about to, we're about to get rich. Okay. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I know. Big Santa yeah. is something I do sometimes. Sure. Big uh, Jack Skellington is something I do sometimes, right? Yeah. But what about like, like just what if the skeleton? could just be a different big man for every holiday yeah sure right so like you have big skeleton uh-huh. at the, that it's spooky right christmas i mean makes its own gravy right you wrap yeah. the santa suit on him done yeah He's good huge robe beard scythe father time sure New Year's. Or awesome. you do like a diaper on the skeleton. He's like, well, a no, New save Year's the diaper. Baby. Diaper wings. At midnight, at midnight, you rip the toga off the yeah. skeleton and it's wearing a diaper now. And now it's But a it's baby. just like, why do we have so many different huge men? Let's yeah. have one huge man that you dress up for any holiday you want. Veterans Day, make him a soldier, Memorial Day. Now, but is there always a skeleton underneath? Memorial Day, back to us. What? Yeah, Travis, that was going to be my joke before Travis did make sure to jump right in there and cut that cut that off. Sorry, right I class. was just, I wasn't even making a joke. I'm imagining the transitional period where between each holiday, you do have to strip it back to a skeleton you, and then you dress not, it. You are legally not allowed to do that while people are awake. You no. have to go door to door and knock on everyone's door and say, are you guys out? And they'll say, yeah. And then you go and then yeah. you can do this. And way. you say, tonight's my skeleton night. So don't come out and do your skeleton because we can't see each other do it. These are Biden issued. They call them, <laughs> they call them Bidey bones because Biden said, the pandemic's over. I got all this money. We're going to do Bidey bones. <laughs> and then everyone <laughs> says, all right, I'm ready. And then the Bidey bones just start showing up by the truck load. Every yeah. household gets a Bidey Pre-ascent- bone. Pre-assembled. Multi-family housing. Every family gets a bitey bone. It's just a yard of skeletons outside. That's fun. Now, I do like it being pre-assembled, and maybe, like, it's still kind of warm, and the bones are moist and hot, like, mm. real bone. And, it's just, and Biden's like, don't ask questions. I got Don't resources yeah, about the bitey bones. Um, but let's just say I got a lot of these laying around in a certain area <laughs> in the desert. <laughs> hold on, wait. Hold on, wait. Okay, yeah, they they say all religions can be on the bitey bones. It's no problem if you want to do, d- even like, if you belong, or yeah, a, if if you belong to a religion that is like strictly anti-skeleton, yeah, it's said then it's it's still okay because you still get okay. You got a special permission slip from President Bitey. Yeah, Bitey, Bitey says man. it's fine. These are a religious, a political skeletons. That you Justin, can dress up like anything you want. You are making me so hugely uncomfortable, yeah. not because you're standing, but because you're kind of rocking back and forth. This is like the way me- I stand. Yeah, no, you look like you're a new judge on Shark Tank who does, who very publicly does cocaine <laughs> immediately before. <laughs> and maybe has also made some bad investments and really needs this one to work out. <laughs> 
<laughs> what? <laughs> what? Where is that? <laughs> where is that episode of Shark Tank where you get the basketball player who's like this wealthy, but and he's but he needs he really needs one of these to work. And you say it's a, a bitch, sure like, thing. It's a sure thing. It's a sure People thing. People will definitely want this. All right, I'm willing to invest twenty million dollars in your frog warmers. And the other shark's like, don't do no. Hey, you can't they can't, can't accept that much this. money? It's like don't do this. It's a sure thing. It's a sure gotta, thing. They said so. Everyone's gonna I'm want a frog you warmer. Twenty million dollars for five hundred percent of frog warmers. <laughs> Let it ride. <laughs> Let it ride, baby. Let's see where this thing takes us. This is a this is an advice show where we uh, you ask us a question, you send it to mbmbam at maximumfun.org and then we answer it. It's like not a big. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be a big thing. Don't make like yeah. Don't make like an issue out of it. Okay. Um. I'm currently studying elementary education, and I have a lot of experience working with kids on reading slash writing. In July, my coworker and I began discussing the possibility of me tutoring his son in reading. He kept setting dates for us to meet for a tutoring session and then changed the date at the last minute. Eventually, he ended up sending me $100, I guess, to hold himself accountable to actually following through with tutoring. It is now September and I still have not tutored his son. The money is still in my Venmo account, and we haven't discussed the tutoring topic in weeks. I would very much like this money. Is there a point where it's okay for me to take the money? Should I send it back? That's from Broken Birmingham. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm hearing the opposite side of most interactions people have had with me, and it's mm -hmm. very, very stressful to me. I feel like I've been this other person, and I've been thinking, I'm sure they're not thinking about this anymore, right? Because right. I'm just I'm just feeling guilty about it all the time, but they've probably forgotten. And this question is like, I haven't forgotten, Justin. You and said not you only that, do I, was, something. I was confused by was what confused. you thought was a very clear indicator that the transaction was over. Because that's what I assume the $100 is, is like, oh, you know what? This isn't going to happen, but I feel so bad that I jerked this person's chain. So like, I'm just going to like... Give them the money we agreed that on. That does feel like somebody who's like, I can't be guilty. I can't feel bad about this anymore. Maybe if I just do my part, they'll just find a, t a chance and just find Dirk somewhere in an alley and tutor him. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they'll just seek him out. Some tutoring on the fly. Hey, Maybe are you never arranged good? The, okay. Maybe they, they never arranged the tutoring, but then Dirk just started like crushing it with everything he tried to read. Like, I guess he's tutoring somewhere. I don't know about it, but I'll send him a hundred bucks just to be safe. This is a breach of etiquette. I feel like there there needs to be a law about sending people funds. And maybe I'm just saying this because people have sent me funds and then be like, and now what are you going to do about that? The money I have sent you. Uh, it's a it's so it's not a nice thing to do to just send somebody money and be like, you figure out what you need to do for me now. It's you clearly owe me one. Figure out what that is. No, nope, I guess wrong. if you have nope, the expectation, wrong. it is a weird inver inverse of capitalism. If if there's an expectation that you will be repaid in some way for your, because I was gonna say giving money to people, that's fine, right? We can, all, we're still fine with that. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Okay. For sure. But if if you're expecting something in return, that's the problem. I that's think also issue. this one is yours, right? Because here's the thing: you take that money at any point. If your coworker is like, "Hey, so when are we gonna schedule that thing?" Right? You already have the money. And if your coworker never brings it up again, you already have the money. Yeah, you should take, uh, does Venmo, you have to like take the money? No, you sadly. Yeah, it's no. in your account. They it's just, in your account, you got it. Give it to you. Um, so here's what I need you to do. Uh, get on Craigslist, or if you really wanna turn a quick buck on this, Fiverr. 
um, and find a reading tutor for this boy. Oh, um, yeah. But get in there at the lowest possible price point that you can't find. Somebody who's just like, it's 20 bucks, but I only do consonants. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then you, and then you have just made, you've turned a quick profit while also not fully ripping this person off. Cause now you're just like a tutor, you're a tutoring yeah. agent well, to the, the stars. The answer is simple. If Dirk's in like third grade, you hire a fourth grader to tutor Dirk. And then Great. it's one reading level above that. And like 10 bucks, a fourth grader love 10 bucks. Absolutely. They would. Fourth graders love 10 bucks. Justin, Just what are you, you looking look lost at? In, you look really lost in I was thought. Thinking, I was thinking about a story that is related to this that I wanted to, to share with y'all. I don't cut my own grass. Yeah. I do most of the things in my house, but that is one thing that I decided, like, I'm going to pay somebody to cut my grass because I, I, hate, I hate cutting grass. I hate you it. have definitely told us about your grass boy that does your, your work okay, for you so, before. Um, the, my grass gentleman, he cut uh, uh, I came home and he cut half the lawn. And he said, and he texted me and he said, hey, I'm sorry that I only cut half the lawn. My partner, who usually helps me, um, died. And I've, it's been really hard keeping up. I said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'll tell you what. Let me go and send you the money for the for this cutting. And then, you know, whenever you can get back over to finish, it's like, not a big deal. He's like, thank you so much. But that was like a couple weeks ago now, right? <laughs> so, well... Now I'm in the situation where not it's not that my grass is long. <laughs> yeah. It's that half of my grass is really yeah. long. There's two options for me, right? One is are you still how's it go how's it going with everything? <laughs> with the yeah. with the with the everything. Or it's just like find someone else to do it. And then he shows up, he's like, God damn, can one thing go right? I got scooped. God, I cannot catch a break. So now I'm kind of in between those two positions and I don't really know. I don't have a my brother, my brother and me. You know what I mean? You do yeah. have two brothers. People forget the Pagliacci <laughs> situation yeah. that, we are, that we are in. Like, what would you guys do in my position? I don't, it should, this is so key. I don't own a lawnmower. <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't have one. I have a weed whacker for when I need to get some intense work done, but I don't have a lawnmower. Do you so have I a big pair of scissors for me? <laughs> yeah, I a lot yeah, of yeah, some good some good ripping gloves. I do uh, have two kids. Yeah, there goats? you go. Yeah, kids have get them out there eat the grass like goats. <laughs> Out there and eat the grass like goats. You should just text the lawnmower person and be like, hey, let's schedule the next time you're able to come out. Are you still by yourself? We could schedule it over two days if that helps. Yeah, that's good, Trev. Yeah. I mean, it's not that a joke, but I can see that this is really bothering my older brother it's and I really wanted to help him. Me. You could really say, like, I know you had trouble with the right side of the yard, but I want you to know that it's basically just like the left side of the yard, but backwards. Does that help? You, does that help? Do Wait, you so your, help you your assumption, Griffin, is that the loss of the partner made it impossible to do both halves, not because it was a time issue, but he, because uh, when he only, reached the middle point, he was only, like, but I've never done over there before. <laughs> I, I had got to a point where I almost asked if I could borrow his lawnmower um, so I could do it, but then I worried there was a reality in which he's like, 
That was real good. I have one other yard. <laughs> are you looking for a side gig or <laughs> it's like, like i do three or four yards because i feel so guilty that it's like wait a minute i think i work for this guy now and I then you I'm... find that it's your new passion and it's just like oh what do i tell my brothers how about another you guys want another question or yeah yeah you know what i really or, do or okay. you know how we've been talking about starting our own band yeah yeah the wizard has some help for us eric oh, sent this one in and it's how to find an interesting name for your band we, it can't okay. be the Macroy Brothers because that's actually taken. I found out recently. Yeah. There's like yeah. three Macroy Brothers who do. I believe it's called commercial rock or something, which doesn't seem like a thing. Well, we do kind of commercial rock. Do we? Like we? Well, we have sponsors on the show, and I think that our comedy style really rocks. Dudes. Well, we've covered. We do scatting. We do jingles. Yeah. Um, we've we, done some musicals. Yeah, but we really shred these jokes. Are you looking for a catchy name for your band? The name your band chooses can make the difference between success and failure. Mm -hmm. I think anecdotally, I can think of a few bands that have some of the worst names I've ever heard in my life that managed to really take off Yeah, um, and find a lot of success. Like Coldplay, I, that's not, that doesn't mean anything. Anyway, learning the rules of good band names. Keep it short. Think about it. How many band names do you know that are more than three words long? Not many. That's the rule True. of thumb. No more than three words long. You want people to be able to spell and pronounce your name. Mostly you just want people to be sure they remember it. Can you abbreviate your band name easily? That can be helpful for merchandising purposes. That's one reason that Nine Inch Nails chose its name. I now, can we just, all three, I'm just going to, a quick test here. Off the top of your head, what's the most memorable band name? We're gonna. I'm going to count down from three uh, and on go say the most memorable band name. Okay, you ready? Wait, the most memorable band name? Yeah, the band, like when you think of a band name, right? What, what's the Divorce first from the band mind? itself, right? Like, the, yeah. the work, the, okay. Just the name of the band, right? Okay. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Hoobastank. Cherry Pop and Daddies. Humperdink is not a band, it's an art, is a singer. <sighs> now, Justin, you said Hoobastank. That's a good Hoobastank. one. Hoobastank. Hoobastank, I'll know that for the rest of my life. I'll never not know Hoobastank. And I I'll said Cherry Pop and Daddies, which is uh, horrible, obviously, obviously. To hear, also, that's so interesting, uh, to hear you say. And yeah, you, it's, it's not terrible. the first time, you but know? It's God, not like something you discovered. God, it's memorable, it really sticks in it. Now, Griffin, you said a human being's name, am I correct? <laughs> yeah, that felt <laughs> fucked up. Because this is a real person. Engelbert Humperdinck? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I would say Red Hot Chili Peppers, because I'll tell you why, four words. Okay. Four words. This is a part-time job to say the name of this band. Yeah, I have things to. I have shit to do today. I have two children. I can't go around saying Red Hot Chili Peppers all the time. Like just then, sleep. when I said it, I almost fell asleep in the middle of it. I almost needed a glass of water in the middle of saying the name of that band. They should just call it Red Hot Pep, or just the Peppers. Oh, the that's Peppers good. would be a better name for the band. How about it, Anthony. Fuck, What's up, Anthony. What's up, Anthony? Hit me up. What I about got all Kedis kinds of and friends. Ketis, I got all kinds of great ideas Aunt, for Aunt you. And pals. Yeah, there you go. Ant, Flea, and the rest. <laughs> That's some four words. Damn it, you're Aunt, right. Aunt, Flea, rest. Ant, Flea, et cetera. Et cetera. Make your, uh, make your name SEO friendly. These days you want your name to be easily findable when you search on the internet. Names Hoobastank. are too common. Hoobastank. I'm pretty sure every one of these bits 
in this question or WikiHow article, we could just say Hoobastank. Yeah, Hoobastank. Well, Hoobastank. it's like a good name for a band. Like, I don't know anything about the band, but it's a good name for a band. Memorable, yeah. short. Avoid anything with very negative connotations. Oh. You have to know Mine's how far out. you can. <laughs> the one I said's out. <laughs> you have to know how far you can push it. Okay, uh, wait, wait, wait. Do, do, does Hoobastank qualify or this one? It's like, Hooba has no I don't think it has right? any, Well, yeah, I guess Stank. And, no, I think Stank the, is right. Stank's not good. Like, Hooba. Like, but Hooba, Hooba disarms you. Yeah. Hooba as a, as a qualifier. Hooba has his arms open. It looks like Grimace. It's yeah. got his arms open like, come here, buddy. And then it's like, Stank is in the back. Yeah. Corn's a fun name. I know we talk about corn. We're, we're that's a bunch of bad SEO, though. Here. Well, except you spell with a K, so that's assuming you know that incredible. in this day and age, Griffin, you can't assume people know because yeah. maybe they just hear it and then they're just talking to Alexa and they're like, "Alexa, play corn," and then it plays that corn song from TikTok. And you're like, "No, no, no," the one that goes, and Alexa's like, "I've called the doctor for you." Um, I didn't know if there really is a corn song from TikTok, but it sounds right. That sounds like something TikTok would have on it. You don't know find about a, the Corn Boy song? Find a name that's fresh. You want to avoid band names that are cliched now because of because they were trends a long time ago. It's passe to add a number to your name. Boys two men seems so not now. Acronyms are out. Think in sync. Putting an exclamation point at the end of your name will date you too. Adding an extra D or T on the end of a name is kind of cliched. Avoid it. Think rat. 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 Uh, develop a vision for your band. That one we've already done. Uh, pop, young, spirited, um, hip now, hip with it, now. sexy. And these are words that we can take and fold. Oh, into. sorry, I was saying that for the band name. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. So, sexy Coldplay would be a good one, a better one. <laughs> hip, than young, just fresh, Coldplay. sexy Coldplay. Too many words because it's it's pop. Coldplay lets you know that it's going to be pop. Because this band has Coldplay in it. Yeah. Coldplay with a K. Is that anything? Mm. Hot, hot play. Hot work. We've talked about hot work before. We have made that no exact way. joke. We have yeah, made that exactly exact joke. Uh, so find a word with meaning to you. Combine it with something, perhaps. Your favorite candy bar? The name of your girlfriend from high school? Your hometown? All these are words you could add to a band name or just use as one. Now, I assume so, when it says name of your girlfriend from high school, it doesn't mean like full name. <laughs> just, just Samantha like, Davis, three musketeers. <laughs> Cindy um, Score. Cindy Score's not a bad name for a love a score bar. I don't know what that, I thought that that was a, I thought it's that like that a was a dipping like a, tobacco. It's like a thinner Heath bar. Oh, I thought it was the one with, fun. what's the one that, oh, zero. That's what I was thinking of with the nougat from the white chocolate. Use a pop culture or literary reference. Oh. Um, Mikey Way was working in the Barnes and Noble and saw the book by Irvine Welsh entitled Three Tales of Chemical Romance. And then he came up with the name of the band Coldplay. This is good my show. band, the So So Gatsby's. That's a pretty good name for a band, Travis. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. They're definitely, uh, I can't decide if they're emo or punk, but. They're one of those two. Can you do Screamo? I always thought oh, that was fuck the Yeah, I genre. can, dude. Yeah, Screamo. That's perfect. Get inspiration from common products or things. Flowers, food, sewing machines, you name it. Look around the house. You'll find a lot of common things with interesting names. ACDC got their name from a sewing machine. Food names can also make good band names. Preparation Hoobastank. 
That's what it's short for. Now a lot of people know that's what, that's what the H. For. That's what the H stands for. <laughs> Food names can also make good band names. Think Black Eyed Peas or Red Hot Chili Peppers. So which one is it, WikiHow? <laughs> which one of those is a good name? <laughs> can we stay, take a step back? Because right now you're telling me that Red Hot Chili Peppers is a good band name. But let me Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's four. Are you sure Red Hot's not words. one word? Isn't there a candy sure. called Red Hot's and they're just the one word? Oh, that's right. And Anthony Kiedis dated somebody named Chili Peppers yeah. in <laughs> high school. Um, pick a random name. Thanks. That's nothing. Sure. Use your own name or your initials. This okay. is always a possibility, especially if your band has a frontman. For example, the Dave Matthews band is simply based on one of the band members' names. <laughs> what a oh, band. my God. That makes so much sense. It's never clicked for me before. So, wait. His name is Dave? There's a real Dave Matthews? I thought it was like Hootie and the Blowfish. Do you think that there was ever a moment when they were coming out and he was like, what if we just called it the Dave Matthews band? And they're like... Uh, Dave, uh, I'm not sure. We were we were talking about a bunch of cool names. That we, yeah, but wouldn't it be simpler if we just called it Dave Matthews Band? And like, I don't think it would, Dave. Um, so make up a new word is another one, and they give an example. Metallica is the example of a band with a name that is a made up word. Drummer Lars Ulrich made up made it up while thinking about a metal magazine. That's a pretty. I wish I could live inside that man's wonderful <laughs> fucking. Imaginarium of fucking Dr. Parnassus mind palace that he's got going on in there. It also says create a new word by misspelling a common word like corn, but that's taken unless oh. we wanted to do like K A U R N. Okay, what about this? I mean, this is the name this. of our band. It's not, it is. What about corn with a C? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. <laughs> What's up, everybody? We're corn. Did you say corn? <laughs> Zing zappa zee zee <laughs> This is my band Pooba Stay. <laughs> Excuse me. Are you Teddy? Like what? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> oh man. Um, make <laughs> Cor- <laughs> Make sure someone else doesn't have your name. It would be a nightmare to hey, announce a band. <laughs> hey, hey, nobody take Corm. TM, TM, TM. Me and Jerry got Corm. <laughs> Wait, which one did you say? I said Corm. Can we be Corn? How are with you spelling it? With a K? Yeah, it's fine. I can't see how that'd be confusing that was, at all. That was a competing band. Jonathan Davis started Corn. And a friend of his Corm. And Corn was already on the rise. Corn had been on the scene for like two Corm, years. Corm had a C in the beginning, but an M at the end. They were heading up, and Jonathan Davis is like, I guess the thing that you need is for your band to be named after Corn. Uh, Juice, I'm uh, sorry for this one. Determine if the domain name is available. So, corm.gov. Is whomistank.com taken? It's got to be, right? Corm.com is available. That's going to be a big ask, though, because it does look a lot like corn. I I can't imagine how it could be confusing. It's corn with an M. It's different in every way. Develop more than one band name. No, fuck you. No, we we struck gold here. And then trademark your band name with the United States Patent Office? I don't... Is that? Thank you, Justin. It took you a while to find that button because I know you did program that last time. Yeah, we talked. I did program it last time, but I had switched the pads over. I know. Is that sad? I feel like if we're gonna continue to organ now that that came organically, like, do we just maybe 
think about that corn part is, freak corn out of is, a lot more than other people do. Or are we just the only ones willing to the talk band, about it, Justin? It's 2022. So much stuff, bad stuff. Yeah, bad stuff. Has happened yeah. since corn came on the scene that it makes the fact that there was a band called Corn that had a song that sounded like Goomba Pagiba really, really funny to yeah. me. Yeah. Like it's like we look back and it's like there were some bad there were some bad times in there. And then it's right like, before it's, it's like there when was people a band had to sit corn. through hippies and stuff and they're like, I miss when music was like boo 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 no, now have... for us it's <laughs> I miss when music was like <laughs> It's not even the music that I miss, Travis. It was a, a more whimsical time. Yeah. Oh yeah. A simpler and better time. Last time I wanted to make an announcement about the band corn. Okay. Um last time uh, we talked about corn, which it's I'm sure it's been months. Now, sorry, which thinking, band dressing corn or corn? Sorry, this is about corn and it is from last week. Okay. I mentioned um Hetty, but the basis of corn is the name Fieldy, as several listeners kindly corrected me. A lot of real cornos in the audience and I did not know that. A lot of cornographers. And I am uh I'm so sorry to run afoul, Mr. Fieldy, if you're listening. Um I'm so sorry. There's no way anyone in that band listens to podcasts. Not one of them. There's no way anyone in Corn listens to podcasts. Corn with a K I'm talking about now. You understand that. Not Corn. No, there's no way. Those dudes are way too fucking cool. <laughs> Let's go to the money zone. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Sorry to interrupt. A uh, brief programming note. The rapture did happen, and only Travis was scooped up. I miss him so much. Yeah, and when cry. we say only Travis, we mean in the in the world? Yeah. He was the only one with a pure soul? It was the Travisher. It was <laughs> the Travisher? I was hanging out with Kirk Cameron when it happened, and he was like, wow, really? Unbelievable. Uh, not me? Huh? That's, that stinks. Hey, uh, you, you want to save a little cash? You know, it's about to be the holiday season. And, uh, you know, you've got to be buying gifts for people. Maybe you're trying to get out ahead of it. This would be really, really ahead of it. And I do doff my cap to you, m'lady. But <laughs> no matter if you're shopping for yourself or for gifts, why don't you try doing it with Honey? It's a free browser plugin that when you're checking out, it's like, hey, you want me to look for some coupon codes? Try to save you a few bucks? And you say, yeah, absolutely. And then it'll it'll look around, see what it can find. I have saved literally hundreds of dollars uh, making online purchases, which probably says just about uh, as much about me as it does about Honey, but it is uh, it's a wonderful thing to have by your side if you want to try to you know make your money go as far as it can. Uh, it's wonderful. It's a wonderful thing. You can get it for free, right? Oh, oh, oh! And uh, it's not just for your desktop. You can get it on your phone too. Just uh, activate it on Safari on your phone. You can save while you're driving around. Yeah, I mean not. Not driving, but, you know, riding or what have you. If you don't already have Honey, you could be missing out. And if you get it, you're not just doing yourself a favor. You're doing us a favor, too, because you're supporting the show. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash brother. That's joinhoney.com slash brother. That's right, Justin. The holidays are sneaking up on us. And but this time we're going to have but this time I'm ready. I mm. have a big knife. And it's like. What? Yeah, try and get me the holidays. 
Not oh, today. Oh, wow. You're going on the offensive. I am going on the offensive with stamps.com, a righteous blade that I use to make sure that I can make my life a whole lot easier during the chaos of the holiday season. Stamps.com is the 24-7 post office slash katana that you can access from anywhere. No lines, no traffic, no hassle, no katana polish required. Uh, Get access to the the USPS, that's the United States Postal Service, and the UPS, that's oops, services that you need to run your business right from your computer or your holidays also right from your computer. Rates are always changing. No one can keep track of it. But with Stumps.com's switch and save, switch and save, switch and save feature, switch and save feature, you, you can this, easily you compare carriers and rates so you know you're getting the best deal every time. Because otherwise, they're going to they're gonna get one over on you. But not with, not with Stumps in your corner. Get ahead of the holiday chaos this year. Get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code MYBROTHER for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Santa Claus does need our help this year, everyone. Last year, we all know what happened. <laughs> we remember. We remember. So go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the page. Enter code MYBROTHER. Save Christmas. Save Santa Claus. Hi, I'm Hal Loveland. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. And we're the hosts of We Got This with Mark and Hal, the weekly show where we settle the debates that are most important to you. That's right. What arguments are you and your friends having that you just can't settle? Apples or oranges? Marvel or DC? Fork versus spoon. Chocolate or vanilla? Best bagel. What's the best Disney song? We Got This with Mark and Hal. Every week on Maximum Fun, we do the arguing so you don't have to. Oh, all answers are final for all people for all time. We got this. Most game shows quiz contestants about topics they don't even care about. But for more than 100 episodes, the Go Fact Yourself podcast has asked celebrity guests trivia about topics they choose for themselves. And introduced them to some of their personal heroes along the way. Oh my gosh. Shut up. (laughs) Oh, I feel like I'm going to cry. Oh my stuff. It's so, so exciting. Join me, J. Keith Van Stratton. And me, Helen Hong, along with guests like DJ Jazzy Jeff, Yardley Smith, Roxanne Gay, and so many more on the trivia game show podcast, Go Fact Yourself. Twice a month, every month on Maximum Fun. Uh, here's another question. I'm a high school teacher, and I just had a student tell me that I look like I eat trail mix. I don't really know what he meant by this, but I know he intended it as an insult. What could he have possibly meant? Why do I feel so deeply offended by this comment? What course of punishment does this deserve? I can't stop thinking about it. That's from Muddled in Missouri. Now there's two, I think there's two aspects. It's devastating. Yeah. It's It's devastating. It's so harsh. I mean, it's so devastating. My guess as to why it cuts so deep is that you are a person who has multiple times in your life eaten trail mix, but Mm -hmm. you do not, like make it an everyday habit. So you can't outright deny it, but it does seem like they've peeked deep into your soul to know so that like, I know that in your deepest, darkest hours when no one's around, you eat trail mix. And it's just like, well, I have eaten trail mix before. Yeah, you're right. I do eat trail mix. This is what terrifies me about getting older is I don't know what the thing is that I do that I will be utterly humiliated for. And it'll be a totally innocuous thing, like eating trail mix. Um, but then somebody will point it out, and that person will be 
half my age and they'll point it out to their friends and they'll all laugh and then they'll get on their hover skates or whatever and <laughs> drift off um, and I'll be left standing there like wondering everything about my life, why I live the way I live. Um, this is a terrifying question to me. Yeah. yeah. I would yeah, also, I would find yeah. myself immediately as soon as like their back was turned or I could get away from them, Googling like, is eating trail is mix trail slang mix, for something? Is this- is, is eating trail mix bad to do now? Is this like from a meme where there's like a cartoon squirrel that eats trail mix and then like shits themselves? Like what, yeah, like what is this in reference to? It can't just be trail mix, right? That's like, a can't be, no, it's certainly a not. I've always thought of trail mix as a very neutral food, like who wouldn't enjoy trail mix? There's something for everyone in there, and I, I, how could it become a bad thing? Is it about nuts? It's gotta be something about nuts, right? Nuts are in there. Are they saying that I like to have nuts, like a testicle? Is it a testicles thing, guys? It's gotta be testicles. You gotta tell me if it's a testicle te- thing. Because it can't be the chocolate candy part. Everybody loves that. No, that everybody loves that. that. Everybody loves that. They love raisins. They're not telling me that. I mean, raisins. I it's the seeds. It's the seeds. It's, it's weird to have seeds, seeds in a thing. Because you plant those. You're not supposed to eat them. How stupid. Why have I been eating fuck. seeds for so long? Oh, fuck, fuck. They're right. Idiot. They're right. They're right. They're right. I should expel them. <laughs> <laughs> before anyone before else finds out. My secret gets out, seed eater. <laughs> Never come back to this school you, again. You just, you just couldn't wait, could you, seed eater? <laughs> Gotta plant this belly like a sloppy little monster. <laughs> Loves his seeds. Ugh, just, you look like you eat trail mix. Fuck. It does hurt because it's so... There's no... There's no implication whatsoever, so the mind just reaches for the it worst thing. Yes, it's an insult that is like, it impregnates itself like, I don't know, what's the worst thing you think about yourself? Yeah, right? <laughs> that's what trail mix indicates. Have you considered that you eat trail mix being the worst thing yeah. about yourself? You look like you, you eat like trail you mix. I do have commitment issues. Yeah. <laughs> Why? How did you okay. get there? Is it, are they, okay, the best I can figure is that you you have a crunchy aesthetic. And by which I mean not because of all of the toothsome legumes that you're shoveling into your mouth during your your lunch hour, mm-hmm. but I'm more talking about sort of your hiking. You're, you you eat trail mix because you find yourself on trails uh, a lot. Oh, you're just like a kind of a... A trail junkie. But it can't be that you actually have that lifestyle. Like you're not bringing your hiking backpack to class because you're hitting the trails afterwards. It's like you wore a flannel and a knitted beanie once and they're like, oh, okay. Ah, you Travis, I like you. this idea in your head where when a teacher comes to school, they leave no hints whatsoever of the type of person that they are Are you kidding outside me? of the that's school That's all bubble. I would do. The Yeah, t- that's what I'm saying, Travis. Yeah. Because if you're I, saying you would cloak your shit so that your kids would never know anything about you? Yes. How are you supposed to connect? With, how are you supposed to connect? I don't want Griffin. We've already established the idea of connect. Maybe that's it. Is like you've cloaked your shit so good. The best they the can best infer they can is get. like I don't know trail mix. Something about trail mix. I think I saw him eating M and M's once, and it reminded me of trail mix. I don't know, man. Because here's the thing, Griffin. As soon as they know any aspect of your life. You've given yeah. them so much ammunition where they oh, see that, you and they're like, hey, cat mom. And you're like, God damn it. <laughs> God. So, to me, I feel like if they said that to me, I would think about the only times I eat trail mix or when I'm like 
traveling and I'm really worn out. And it's like, you deserve a little treat. It's been hard for you. And it's like, they see me, this is like a little baby that needs oh. his bottom powdered. And it's just like a little, little wimp who needs, oh, no. need energy. Actually, hey. Yeah. The only time I eat trail mix is when I am flying to one of our many sold out, sold out. <laughs> entertainment engagements. Tickets on sale right now for the shows this week. If there's, there's any so, left. There's if so there's any many left. Le- there's so there many are, left. Please buy tickets to but our shows. The only time I eat trail mix is when I am jet setting. That's true. From one city to the next leaving crowds of people stupefied with my great jokes. And so trail mix is not the food of some crunchy wasteoid. Uh, That's someone who has so many other great comedy shows to do. Yeah. They only have time for a handful of food, so it better have a little bit of everything in there. If I was a crunchy crunchy wasteoid, I'd call it Gork. Because I am a businessman. Yeah. Essentially, uh, who eats trail mix because it has the protein I crave. It has the carbohydrates and sugars that my body uh, needs yes. to like get me to my next sold out business entertainment engagement. Uh, this is a this is a power food for powerful people. The only trails that Griffin's worried about is Kim trails, the ones being left behind the plane that he's flying in to get to his next thing. Maybe yeah. that's what they're saying is you look like a government chill. Maybe, maybe. Now, see, I think I was going a different way where the only time I eat trail mix is like I rip it open and I slam it back like it's some kind of power pills uh, from a a video game that's filling up my energy bar. And so maybe what they're saying is you look like you you move too quickly from thing to thing. You're not taking time for you. Maybe this is is. a, they're worried about you. Hey. They're worried about you. You look like you're eating trail mix. You need to settle down. Why don't you settle down, make a meal, make yourself a... A knife and fork meal. You deserve it. Eat, eat some knife and fork food. You deserve sometimes. it. Don't just rip open a plastic baggie and slam it like some kind of like on the go machine. You're not a machine. You're a person. You're a you have needs. And you know what? Worse. You know what? Just take the time. Get a plate. Separate the trail mix bags. Yes, thank you. Into different piles. Use a so fork. That's a meal. That's a meal because it's separate. You just have. Well, you're going to use a spoon on the peanuts. Definitely a fork on the raisins. That's where you're going to feel it. That's What's that? Great. Oh, you've you've melted the chocolate candies into some sort of fondue that you this can is, dip uh, some. Uh, that's great. You're doing it. This is a sort of deconstruction of trail mix. I call it trail. <laughs> <laughs> It's not mixed at all. It's just tr- it's it's, it's just a sort of composite. Um, you're gonna love it. Eat Where are one you going? thing and go in a clockwise order around the plate. This is my artist intent. It's one hundred and fifty dollars. It is. It took me a lot of time to separate all the things. <laughs> it's very labor intensive. We you're just paying by moved. The hour. We. I have another question. We just moved to the country, and I pass by a little farm every day that has a trailer at the edge of their property next to the highway. That trailer is full of beautiful plump pumpkins of all different sizes Pumpkins! There's a no sign indicating if the pumpkins are free or not. Can I go take some? Or are they a decoration? That's from Pumpkin Perplexed in Minnesota. This'll be quick. Hey! 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 Peter Cottontail! Calm the fuck down! Chill. You need to chill the fuck out, dude. I know you you're can, new. You're new to the country. It doesn't work like that. It like, doesn't work there's like no sign saying if they're free or not. You know what that's applicable to? All things, pretty much. Like all things. My car doesn't have a sign that says this Justin's. big beautiful Buick is is taken. 
Do uh-huh. not st- like what would be the alternate sign? Do not steal. I think if you don't see an is free sign, the assumption is the base case has to be do not steal. Yeah. Now, un- but unless, unless, unless we've all had that thought where we've driven past a cornfield and seen the, these beauties, yeah. Uh, yeah, these these golden beauties just shimmering in the sun, and thought like, if I just grabbed one of those, one beauty, one beauty, then there's no way that I would get caught. There's no way they would notice. It's one corn. You want to steal from farmers? I think that the subsidies that my tax dollars provide allow me Whoa. to. No, no, no. Listen. Steal from farmers as much as I fucking want to. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> you didn't let me finish okay. the thought. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry, Griffin. That's that's true. Yeah. Um, and it's not stealing because I'm the only one that's doing it. So nobody, they're not going to know. It's not like I'm telling everyone to steal from farmers. I'm saying I should be able to steal <laughs> one thing from every farmer. It, it's statistically a victimless crime. Yeah. It's basically a rounding error. In the grand scheme error. of things. In the grand scheme of things, it's basically a rounding error. Now I, will, now I will say... Aside from the humble watermelon. Oh, here he goes. He's playing politics, trying to keep the farmers on board with our show. Aside from the humble watermelon farmer, there is not a worse produce I could steal than a pumpkin because you talk about economies of scale. You can grow way fewer pumpkins than you can grow beautiful corn beauties. So that that, the bottom line will be more affected in the pumpkin pumpkin industry. That's why I feel fine stealing one soybean. That's something I feel comfortable doing, right? Smaller than corn, even less noticeable. I'm fine with this. As long as we're talking about cornfields, can I make a call to Hollywood? Stop making it look so fun when cars go like barreling through cornfields. And I know so it's supposed fun. to be like scary or whatever. It's like the funnest thing. But like every time I pass a cornfield, there's this part of me that's like, what if I just hooked left? Because there's no way you would get. Your car would get halfway into the cornfield before it would come to a dead stop. Oh yeah, just from pure so pure bad. corn friction would just like get, get wrapped up in your undercarriage. All kinds of corns up in the works shouldn't be no in way. there. No, um, but it looks like fun because it's like ah, it looks so cool. You cannot. You don't need us to. Hey, hey, friend. You don't need us to tell you that you can't just take some pumpkin off a corn off a cornfield or you a pumpkin field. You know that, right? They don't want you to. If they wanted you to, there'd be a sign. This is another example of a sign would help. If there was a sign there that said, hey, free pumpkin, yeah, you should take it. Otherwise, it's just they're a decoration, right? Some I've got some pumpkins obviously. in front of my house now that I put yeah. out there because it's the fall. And the idea of someone like, well, they're just sitting there and I see them every day when I drive by, so they want me to take one, right? No. Yeah. Those are my pumpkins. And I would Latin. say it's like the the you are actually stumbling into the base tenet of society, which is if I set this here, I don't need to put a sign on it that says "Don't steal it." Right? I'll just people won't steal it. It's like a base tenet. Yeah, I have Let's, to announce it if it's free because that is not its natural. That's state. the it's that's not the natural yeah, state. Default. Also, if you try to, to take a pumpkin, you then. Burn it at Peter's might come out and make your make your balls shrivel up. Yeah, with her magic, with her magic, with her magic. Yeah, I want a munch. Squash. Shape out to be a long one. I want to munch. Squash. Welcome to Munch Squad. It's a podcast within a podcast profile, latest and greatest in brand eating. 
And this one makes me so fucking angry. Because I oh. had, I was just going to do a fun little Count Donut about some like stupid Krispy Kreme whatever. And I was just going to have some fun. That sounds nice. Schlotzky's won't allow me to do that. Schlotzky's? Schlotzky's is still yeah. in the fucking mix? Not in Huntington. The Huntington one closed, but somewhere they're out there doing their sandwich business. Jesus and you Christ. Know how I if know a sandwich I... place can't stay afloat in Huntington, like get out of the full game. Now, to be get fair, we also lost the Quiznos. We lost the Quiznos. Too high and People couldn't wait for the toasting. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, then there was a New York bagel company that are now it's a place where you drink wine and paint. All right. Um, you pay to do it, not just like. Oh, never there. mind. Yeah. I can okay. I can drink wine and paint at home Schlotzky's, for free. Schlotzky's unveils new bare naked pizza. No. Why wait until October first to celebrate National Pizza Month? These things are already fake. You can't say like, don't hold off until the fake that like. Also, no one's only, doing that. No, no one's, one's like, that. fuck. You know what? I'd love to eat right now pizza, pizza, but of course not until October when it's legal. Schlotzky's is undressing Not until the pizza, pizza purge beginning October 1st. <laughs> Schlotzky's is undressing pizza and giving crust lovers the celebratory moment they deserve with its new bare naked pizza. Imagine a pizza so bold and flavorful it can be enjoyed without toppings, cheese, or sauce. That's in bread! Other words, in other words, no, you, Travis, you fucking idiot. It's not bread. It's naked pizza. No. That is, did they forget to order toppings and now they got to find a way to cover that up? Or is it, it is. like, oh, 20 years is. ago. Look, guys, it's bare naked pizza. No. Guys, it's bare naked pizza. Justin, I'm irate. I'm mad at you. I'm mad at Schlossky's. And for some reason, I'm mad at bare naked ladies. And I know they yeah, had nothing to do with this. They were always going to get dragged into this, though, Travis. That's a great point. Um, no, it's the bare naked pizza. You know how sometimes when you pick up a tomato and you say, ooh, naked sauce, it's like it's just like that. It's uh -huh. one step before the thing. So the uh, Schlossky's is undressing its pizza. Uh, for a limited time, customers can enjoy a bare naked pizza at one of Schlossky's 320 locations nationwide for just $4.99. For right. How much is a regular pizza that's good and has stuff on Reminder, it? Reminder, Schlossky's deals in like personal pan. Like there, this is not a like full not size a big party pizza. Oops, all crust experience. Schlossky's is undressing its pizza one topping at a time. Gross. slow. That's not the way you would make this. There's Travis, no way. Travis, let Schlossky's Travis. give us a boner. Okay. Schlotzky's is undressing its pizza one topping at a time at a slow, salivating seduction, resulting in limited time only bare naked pizza. The beloved fast casual restaurant. That sentence didn't communicate more information. It just wanted to be sexy for a second. Yep. Because it's Schlotzky's and it wants to find it sexy and live there. The beyond and I want to empower them. I want to empower them to do like I know that Schlot corporations aren't people, but someone at Schlotzky's is trying to figure some shit out about themselves, and they're using the work that they do as the vehicle for that discovery. I think that's beautiful and pure. Um, I, but I don't want to. But I don't want to pay four ninety nine for a crust round of uh, no cheese crust round uh, that is going to not scratch the pizza itch because it's a it's actually a pita yes. uh, instead is what we're talking about. I would also be willing to bet uh, that this 
uh, naked pizza comes with sauce to dip it in. There's no way that they hand you this without something to dip it in. The beloved fast casual restaurant, famous for its made-in-house oven-baked sourdough bread, is giving customers another way to indulge by featuring mouth-watering videos celebrating its unique, one-of-a-kind sourdough pizza crust on the new bare-naked pizza only fans page. Get the fuck out. Yeah, oh, baby. I don't, need, I don't need to get the fuck out, Travis, because I'm not lying to you. <laughs> Hold on. Here it is. Oh, I hate it. The Bare Naked Pizza uh, only f- it does have a page on OnlyFans, so you can subscribe to that and see its dick. So many people were involved in that being on there. Do you know how many fucking meetings? Yes, Travis, exactly. How many meetings are like, there's had to be like three or four people who are like, we can't, we can't, <laughs> we don't come back from an OnlyFans page, we're Schlotzkys. We're not experimenting, we're Schlotzkys. We're not trying to make ends meet. Maybe they are. Schlotsky's. I'm upset. At Schlotsky's, we're using our expertise in fresh fresh baked sourdough to create irresistible pizza dough that we think is the best in the biz and also some very specific pornography. That's according to Schlotsky's executive chef, Jennifer Keel, who probably didn't have a hand in the OnlyFans thing. We're so confident in our delicious doughs that we're willing to serve them in their bare naked so pizza lovers can taste our perfectly crispy, yet light and airy crusts in all their glory. So it's just, the thing is about this is that they're selling you bread, you know? Yeah. You know, it's bread. They're calling it a different thing, but it's it's, it's definitely bread. bread. It's definitely it's bread. And I, the reason I know that yeah. is that they're not selling sauce cup. Which is yes, a correct. cup of pizza sauce. And they say, we're so confident about our pizza sauce's tangy flavors that we have t- created it's a pornography website <laughs> exclusively for the for this red wet sauce. Um, and we don't think we even need the bread anymore. That was stupid. That was a stupid joke. <laughs> this sauce is where it's at. The sauce is what's up now, sexy. <laughs> We're so like confident this? you'll love you'll love our uh, pepperonis that we open up our OnlyFans fa- page, and this one is actually really popular. <laughs> actually, yeah. it's just this these huge long tubes of pepperoni, and we're cutting them in half with knives, and people love it. Which people like that. I don't one. know. I I'm, I'm excited for like two weeks from now when Slashes is like releasing a press release list, like, hey, uh, we have to stop that OnlyFans page. Because way more people subscribe to it than we it's are get, comfortable with. It's getting to be a tax issue. <laughs> like normally we love the money, but what about it's getting when you go to Schlossy's to... after this promotion and you're like, I'll have a regular pizza. And they're like, oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> Damn. Couldn't you have it on a paper towel? Because <laughs> we actually did sell all the crust. <laughs> Can you eat it on a paper towel? That's our thing this month is we didn't actually figure out the supply chain issues. So um, that has to be what this is, right? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Like they got too much bread. Like, Wait, pepperoni costs pizza. how much now? Fuck. Um, oh, um, 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 um. Naked pizza. Uh, hey, thanks so much for listening to our podcast, My Brother, My Brother, Me. We hope you've enjoyed yourself. Um, happy fall, by the way. Have, have, we're we're hoping you're you know enjoying the crinkle of the leaves and your PSLs and all that nonsense. Um, we've got uh, some important announcements. Like we said, the at this week, 
We are doing our live shows in San Jose and Denver. So if you've been waiting to get tickets, wait no longer. Bitch.ly shots McElroy Tours. September 29th, we're in San Jose doing uh, an Adventure Zone show with special guest Abria Iyengar. We're going to be playing uh, Lasers and Feelings. Uh, it's I bought like my a, costume for that show last night. It's the most I have ever spent on a costume. Oh, uh, yeah. I could, I'm, I've already decided I'm not going to show you guys okay. until I walk onto the stage in the costume and everyone will get to be there for the for the bold debut of my brave is, new vision. Uh, the game is going to be a Ghostbusters pastiche, and boy, I hope I'm using that word correctly, set in the Winchester Mystery House. So come check that out. Uh, September 30th, we will also be in San Jose doing My Brother, My Brother and Me. October 1st, we're going to be in Denver doing My Brother, My Brother and Me. And then in November, we're going to be in Detroit and Cincinnati and Washington, D.C., where we will also be doing an Adventure Zone show with special guest DM Brennan Lee Mulligan doing Dadlands 2.0 with some brand new uh, innovations from the mind of Griffin McElroy that you're going to love. Mask and proof of full vaccination or negative COVID test within 72 hours of event start is required. Go check out all the merch over at McElroyMerch.com, including the Munch Squad hoodie, the Besties tee, and 10% of all merch proceeds this month will go to Earth Justice. Don't forget to pre-order Taz 11th Hour. Uh, it comes out February 21st, 2023, but you can go pre-order it now at theadventurezonecomic.com. Hey, thanks to Montaigne for the use of our theme song, My Life is Better With You. I'm sure you've listened to the album Making It now at this point, but have you tried listening to it backwards? Because Whoa. that is where the all the secrets lie about the government cover-up of the big expose that you would not believe about the Army's secret program that they don't want you to know about. But let's just say those uh, superhero movies, they're not just, they're not entirely works of fiction. And that's all I'll say about it. And the only way for you to know about that, I got two and a half hours of sleep last night. The only way for you to know about that is to listen to Montaigne's album, Making It, do it forwards first, <laughs> but then backwards to find out about how the government... <laughs> that, you get it. You know. You get it. My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. That's been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.